JMV here with Brian Kahn from Floors to Your Home. Fans, if you're shopping for flooring of any kind, you need to check these guys out. You're going to have the most incredible, totally hassle-free shopping experience ever. JMV, we really appreciate you saying that. That's our goal every day, to offer our customers a quick, easy, and hassle-free experience at all of our Floors to Your Home locations. Fans, it works like this. You see the product you like. It's going to be cheaper than anywhere else. That's for sure. Then you can immediately take it home with you or have it installed. That's right. No hassle, no special order. Just see it, buy it, and take it home, or have it installed. Like three rooms of hardwood, laminate, or waterproof flooring starting at just 349 and they have everything in stock. I'm doing my whole house, and believe me, this is the best shopping experience you'll ever have. Three convenient locations, Avon, Noblesville, and Brookville Road. Who gives the quickest, easiest, and most hassle-free buying experience? Floors to your home. That's who. On the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline from the Indiana Hoosiers, they're uh, waiting on their competition with that double bye Friday night around about 9.30. Guard Trey Galloway joins us. Hey, Trey, thank you very much for the time. How you doing? Of course, I'm doing well. How you doing? What is the... What is the time like right now? Is it more working toward Friday in that game, or is there a little bit of rest and relaxation from what has been a long, grinding year to this point? Yeah, um, I'd say a little bit of both. Um, I mean, obviously we know that this time of the year, um, everyone's tired, so we're taking that consideration. And we had we had an off day yesterday, um, but today it's kind of some little prep, um, kind of getting ourselves better um, and seeing what we have to do to prepare for Friday. I mean, we don't know who we play, um, but we're just trying, like I said, trying to get ourselves better and get ourselves ready. What does it feel like you uh, and your teammates are right now, coming off that that win over Michigan? Oh, it's huge um, to get the double bye, um, not to play till Friday. It's big time. That's one thing we we wanted to be at the top of the Big Ten. Um, so to finish in the top three was, was was big for us. And I think just getting that win really solidified um, that we are uh, we're legit and we're ready to go. So I think just being able to pull that game out was huge for us because uh, we were down in the second half. We could have we could have folded, um, but I think we stuck together and um, fought fought our way out of it. And, Found a way to get to the win. Did you get a bad whistle on Sunday, Trey? <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you're allowed uh, to say it. I guess I can, but yeah, you can. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I gotta find ways to, to not be so handsy all the time. <laughs> and, um, but I don't know. I think it was. Yeah, it was, it was tough. Tough whistle. Yeah, I shouldn't have said yeah. bad. If I'd have put it that way, you might have answered it better. And I just, uh, I said bad whistle. Yeah. I can't say it. Tough whistle is, is what you got. Now, now, do you know, like when there's a certain official or set of officials out there, do you know when to be or you can be more handsy than others? Uh, that's a hard question as well. <laughs> Um, you don't I have to name any names, but I mean, do you yeah. do, I, 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 listen? You play hard defense whenever you're out there. I know yeah. that. All right, but do you, do you know that there might be some things that you can get away with in physicality yeah. more with some than others? Um, I think just kind of the flow of the game. Like there's some things you can get away with with others um, that you can't, and so I think just being smart and um, kind of just taking that question out of the air um so that's one thing i can i can work on because there's some there's some fouls that i did there was i was found i think i can take eliminate some of those out of of the equation that'll help me be able to stay on the floor more so i think just um knowing who we're working with and knowing 
um, the, the cheap fouls that I do get and taking those away, I think that will be able to help me. Um, I won't have to worry about who's officially in the game or anything. So, like I said, just taking away some of those cheap fouls will, will be huge for me in, in this, in this um, run. He is Trey Galloway of the Hoosiers. They await some competition coming up at that 9.30 slot on Friday night at the United Center in Chicago in the Big Ten Conference Tournament. Trey, kind enough to join us on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. I described your performance going back to that Purdue game as oftentimes, hey, go out and play with your hair on fire. Uh, and, you know, that's that's a good thing, but sometimes you can get a little bit over your skis, get going too fast. I, I thought you played at the fastest pace possible for you, and you stayed controlled. Did you feel you played that way, and is that what you strive to do? And I'm talking about on both ends, not just defensively. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Um, I mean, the one thing with Purdue, they're, they're a great team, um, and that was the one thing I try to do was just play as hard as I can because um, it, it's – one of the toughest places to play in the country. And I know I knew we, we needed a boost defensively. Um, so I was trying to do some things where I could kind of help us get a little um, boost on defense. And that was one thing I, I focused on the second half early was just being that spark plug um, and being finding a way to create defense to offense. And I think that really helped us um, with our momentum and the second half get going. And I think um, that's one thing I can focus on the rest of the year is just final ways on defensive uh, to lead to offense uh, for me and my teammates as well. Yeah, novice eyeball opinion here, but defensively when, when you were matched up most of the time with Braden Smith, it, it kind of felt to me like you were trying to defensively push him to where you wanted him to go, not to where he wanted to go. Was that what you were trying to do? Yes. Um, I mean, because he, he's a great player and he controls their offense. Um, he, he does a great job of playing at his own pace. Um, so I think just kind of playing hard and keeping them um, from places where they want to go to initiate their offense is a big thing that I try to do. Um, okay. Obviously, they're still going to get the ball on Zach Eady. And so I think it's the game plan on all of our parts was, was, was critical. I think we executed it, and um, we found ways to rotate out of different situations. And I, I think all five guys in the court um, – put a huge role in stopping Braden and uh, the rest of their guys. And, and Trey Galloway joins us. That's a great point you make. And if you wouldn't mind, I, I'd like you to go a little bit more in-depth because it seems to me when you're playing somebody like Zach Eady that it's just as important to try to pressure and make difficult the entry pass to him than it is what you're doing once he gets the ball in the interior, correct? For sure, yeah. I mean, because we don't want just straight line passes into him because if he gets it um, with ease, he, he he's – I mean, he's one of the best players in the country, so he's he's going to score on anybody. So I think just pressing those passes out and making it hard on the guards to get in to him, um, it gives us gives our big time to push the push him out a little bit more, um, so he doesn't have an advantage as, as easy to score. So I think um, that was the game plan, which is kind of playing physical and um, playing hard. And I think that I think it really helped us out. So uh, Trey Galloway of the Hoosiers on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. So I talked to Don Fisher, the voice of the Hoosiers, every Friday. And more times than not, he uh, will explain to me how whenever he sees you, he tells you to shoot. How often does he, does. he do that? Oh, every time he sees me. Um, it's, it's it's pretty funny to to see. Um, but, yeah, every every time he walks by, he's, he's always telling me to shoot it, which is kind of an ongoing joke we got going on, which is pretty, pretty cool. You know, in, it, it's funny. Do you – this may come off. I don't want it to sound bad. Do you need to be told that? Have there been moments where you you need to be told that? You need to be more aggressive um, offensively. 
Yeah. Um, there's especially um, recently they've they definitely told me to be more aggressive. Um, but I think my thing was just is always just trying to get the best shot possible because um, I feel like if we can get pass up a good shot or a great shot, that's, that's huge for us. But I think um, I can I can be more aggressive on offense um, and, and and take shots when I'm open. I, I think I've done a good job with that taking shots yeah. and um, and being ready to knock it down when it comes out to me. Um, I can do an even better job. And I'm, um, I'm working on that, so it's been good. Yeah, and I, I know that uh, obviously you guys you, you, you try to get it on the interior to trace, but I'm mm. telling you these games, these games, Trey, when when you guys hit outside shots, that makes this offense play at its best abilities here, and opens up absolutely everything because Trace is such a monster on the interior. For sure, no, it does. I mean, because when he when he catches it down low, it's they got to find ways to double him and, and get the ball out of his, his hands. So I think that if we stay ready um, and, and we're ready on the perimeter, and that's one thing our coach preaches is being ready. And he trusts us too, which is the big thing. I think Trace, Trace trusts that he's going to get the ball back. And when he passes it out, he trusts that we're going to make shots. So I think that's been a big part um, of our of our offense is just being ready to knock it down when it comes out because he's a willing passer and he's a great passer as well. So that's been a big part of our offense. Has Mike Woodson told you to shoot more, to be more aggressive with the ball? Yeah, I mean, he has. Um, and he says when they when when do pass it out to Greer to knock it down, I think that's the one thing. He, he's told me and some other guys like Miller and um, Tamar and uh, Jalen, just be ready to shoot it when it comes out because – um, it's going to come out because, like I said, he, he's going to pass it out, and we got to be ready to knock it down. So, do you ever think when you're in high school and you know you're schooling everybody in high school back at, at Culver in the day? Do you ever think mm-hmm. that anybody was going to have to tell you to to shoot <laughs> to shoot more? Uh-huh. I can't imagine that crossed your mind back then. Playing for your dad, you know, scoring at a high level, being a high level player. Do you ever think you were going to have to be told in college? You know what? Maybe you should shoot a little bit more, Trey. Um, no, I don't think so. And that didn't really cross my mind in high school. Because, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, everyone that plays in college is kind of the guy in high school. Um, but I, I think even in high school, there were some times where um, I was passive. I feel like I, I can make plays for others um, and drive and do things. So I think that's always been part of my game was just being able to make plays for other people. And that's one thing I want to keep doing. But like I said, when, when it comes out to me, I have to be ready to knock it down and uh, on the drive to be able to finish and do certain things, but um, no, I, ne- I never, I never really thought that. How much of uh, playing for your dad and your dad being your coach has molded you into what you are right now? Um, I think it has a lot, a lot to do with everything. I think from a young age, he's really got me in the gym and and helped me grow the grow the love that I have for the game now. And I think just having him around and. Even in college now, he, he's always just kind of giving me tips um, to help me out. And I, I think he's done enough coaching where he's been on me hard enough that, that he doesn't have to do that anymore. But it's been really great to kind of just have him be there and be supportive, um, which has been great. He, he's found ways to just watch games and, and talk about the positive things and th- things he can do to help me out. What's the last thing? What's the last piece of advice he gave you? Actually, we were just talking about the, the fouling. Uh, I think some of the things that he did, I just kind of because some of those fouls that were called were were, were tough for me, um, especially on Hunter and boxing him out. So I think the one thing he was telling me to do was just um, when I am boxing him out, there's there's 
the whistle's usually going to go to the big man. So just kind of be able to sell, sell the foul and kind of flop a little bit. Not flop, but kind of just be able to sell it and maybe 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 the whistle come to me. But I think just being down in the stance um, on the defensive end so I don't have to get those certain fouls, that's, what, that's what some of the things he's talking about. It's uh, Trey Galloway's with us. As I mentioned, he played for your dad at Culver. Who was last out of the gym, you or your dad? Oh, he was always last out of the gym. He's he's a gym rat. He's always in there. And so I think, I mean, there, there's definitely days sometimes I'd be in there um, working on my game later than he was. But um, he would love to stay, just watch film on certain certain teams and just be in there um, and be in the gym. I, I think it's, it's, it's really cool to see because – he loves the game um, as much as I do, and um, I think that that passion grew together even more as a, for him as a coach and for me as a player. Who has the highest level of of competitiveness, you or your dad? Uh, I think I got it because it comes from my mom as well too. So I got both their competitive um, nature. Because my mom is just as big a competitor as my dad. So I think. I think it double double into me, so I got I got I got more. Yeah, it's, it's funny about it's funny about that too, Trey, because you know, we, we, athleticism you have um, the high high level basketball IQ you have, but man, you are are nothing without that that competitive backbone that you have, and to get that double barrel action right there has to be incredibly helpful for mom and dad. For sure, it is, and I think just growing up with them and. Having them always be competitive with each other and bringing me around into it—it's it's been great. So, is Culver the military school, or, or right, what is that yeah. like up there? Military? Yeah. Yes, it is. Hey, full disclosure: when I was in high school back in the '80s, and I did some jackass type of stuff, my mom would always say, "If you don't stop, I'm going to send you to Culver." <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's kind of like the the motto it gets. Um, people think that's it's a punishment to go to Culver, but it's really not. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot of people. The narrative is just like I'm gonna have to send you away. That's where all the bad kids go. But no, it's not really what it is. Um, it's it, it's a great school, um, and it, it really builds a lot of character and discipline. Um, I think that's really the, the things that I learned there are incredible, and I I would if I had to do it again, I'd for sure do it. Um, and I think I think the relationship that I built there and the people there are just incredible. So I think. Everything about it is just it's special. How much of um, what you learn as far as, you know, discipline and integrity and all those things that they, they feature at Culver and teach you off the floor has helped you evolve as a basketball player at IU on it? I think it's helped me a lot, um, especially with the leadership aspect of the school. Um, they, they, they form great leaders and have great leaders there. And I think just – that like that discipline um, of doing the little things every day has really helped me here um, at Indiana. My basketball, I think, just doing the little things um, was 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 definitely a big aspect of my my time at Culver. So uh, Trey Galloway with us. Before I let you go, when was the turning point? Because obviously in December there was a struggle going on, you know. And Xavier yeah. Johnson got injured at Kansas. Uh, the Arizona game didn't go well. Um, there was a struggle happening. What, what was the signature moment to turn that thing around to help get you to where you are right now? Both you and your teammates, I guess. Um, I don't think there really was like a signature moment. I think it was just uh, the overall togetherness of our group um, and us, us coming together and, and looking ourselves in the mirror and knowing that we had to had to turn around or our season was just going to be a waste. And I think 
that was the big thing for us when we lost those three games in January in a row. We came together and we really got back to work and tried to find things to do that um, would help us win. It was the little things of playing defense and going back to our discipline um, um, of our character and our defense. I think that was our, our focus was we, we had to come together on the defensive end um, to help our offense. And I think that's one thing that really turned um, in the month of January and, and February. How's Trace Jackson Davis as a teammate? He's a great teammate. Um, he wants to win in the worst way possible. Um, and He's really become a great teammate and, and wants to win at all levels. So I think just having him around has, has been special because um, he, he cares about everybody. He wants everybody to succeed. So that's, that's a big part. When you have your best player, want everybody to do well. And I know you dug Culver and all, but man, there had to be – you, you get a little like shot of freedom – when you first got down in Bloomington, right? He just ooh, a little shot of freedom, yeah. maybe a little bit. Hundred percent, yeah. Because um, <laughs> listen, it, I'm from it, down it, there. Bloomington, Bloomington is a hell of a place to be. It's a good town. It is, yeah. I mean, it's different because where I'm where I'm coming from, Culver is just so structured. Everything is just so time time consuming and different things. When I got here, it's just I had a lot of stuff to do, different things I could do. So it was fun. <laughs> um, it was a good time, and I'm I'm glad I chose Indiana. There's no way that Miller Cop could have gone to Culver, right? No way? None? Um, I think he would have thrived there. What's that? He would have loved it. Oh, he really? He would have thrived at Culver. Yeah, he would have loved it. <laughs> yeah. he, I think I, I tell him all the time, him and Anthony Leo will both be two guys that would love Culver and would would, would never want to leave. Man, Leo went to Bloomington South. There's no way. There's no way yeah. he's Culver material. At Bloomington South. I think, I think he is. Yeah, he, he, he'd be able to do it. I will say this, J.R. Holmes is a hell of a coach. So, I, yeah. I mean, he played for a guy that's going to give you some discipline. But I don't know, man. He did. Hey, Very great cool. great to talk with you. Get a little bit of rest. Get back on board. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not, I am not. I don't want you to say this because you shouldn't, but this bracket's good looking right here. And there is a hell of an opportunity to have a great weekend in the Windy City. So get down to business yeah. and get that done, and and uh, we'll see what can happen this weekend up in Chicago. But, man, thanks for the time. Great conversation. I do appreciate yeah. that, Trey. Do it again soon. Of course. Yep, thank you so much. Have a good one.